0: The rain made the Russian Grand Prix one to remember. The youngins start the race in the front. Heartbreak for Lando Norris, and Sir Lewis Hamilton finally gets his 100th win. Let's jump the start.
1: Up everybody, welcome in Jump to Start Racing podcast. My name is Wellington. I'm here with two two friends. Again, bro. I'm really, willing bro? to. I'm willing to. We trade hang out away. with you I'm all weekend. To trade
2: them away. And and um, we're not NFTs. You know no, bro. Ruben,
1: say hello. What's going on, guys? Yeah, see? hi. Nah, he's upset. <laughs> On today's episode, we'll talk about the Russian Grand Prix, and we agree it's the greatest Russian Grand Prix we've ever seen. Yes. Yes, sir. I think that, that anybody has ever seen. We'll talk about a little bit of news, including a little bit of Miami action, yeah. um, a little bit of Netflix action. Yeah. And uh, in general, let me start off by asking Ruben, Ruben, how was your weekend,
2: dude? It was actually very good. I was I spent s- Sunday with you guys, so... Mm. That's why it was good. You yes. guys woke me up on Sunday morning. Mm. Wellington mm. brought bagels. Mm. Yancey just mm. brought himself, but
0: mm. is that not enough?
2: No, no. But he didn't drink coffee in my house. So he was just, you know, just eating Wellington's bagels. Yeah, uh, hey, you too today, man.
0: Oh, <laughs> damn. I it. It's the Cos was...
1: Amigos talking. <laughs>
2: there you go. How was yeah. your weekend? I had a great
0: weekend until we got to Sunday. Why what? is that? Because the race was great, but you two guys sucked. Wow. Whoa. Today we do. not Sunday. I was ready to bring sing your praises today, but you
1: guys are just shitting all over me today. Beep. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> could be worse. You guys could be Giants fans, but I'll leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> my New York football Giants not doing all that well. Um, I'm in my feelings right now. Well, you in your feelings right now Extremely. about them Giants. Extremely. So, before we jump in, I want to just... Obviously, get our socials out at Jump to Start F One on Instagram and Twitter. Please stop in, say hello. Um, at Jump to Start One, just to repeat it: Apple Podcast, Spotify, Google Podcast, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, and Stitcher. Those are the podcast platforms you could find us in, and we're also on YouTube. Hello, wave hi. If you've seen more than one video of ours, please, you know, drop a, a like, comment, subscription, whatever. If, if if you could, I'm down. Ding, whatever. yeah. And on that note, let's get going. The news going into this weekend, we'll start off with this one. Ferrari debuted an updated F1 hybrid system at the Russian Grand Prix. Wait, 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 wait. Gentlemen, a short view back to the Oh, that's the race. My bad. Man,
0: okay. (laughs) That got some of here.
1: hard. Yeah, so Ferrari. (laughs) Oh, man. Okay, yes, you take us away. What happened here? Ferrari
0: introduced a new hybrid system now um ferrari uh had said that they obviously you get one big upgrade per year uh you can introduce it anytime during the year uh, obviously uh right before spa honda introduced their new battery uh so that was their their upgrade to their engine um uh, ferrari just introduced a new hybrid system which gives it a little bit more power but they chose not to they chose to do it just to Leclerc's car. They haven't given it to science yet. So that's the reason why Leclerc started the race in 18th. Um, and the reason why they're doing that, obviously, is because going forward, they want to get some data on the power unit for next year. So they want a few races to study that, that power unit, make sure it's good, and also to make any changes to it. I mean, I, you know, to see what you know what are the positive what are the negative so going into next year they can fix those
1: problems so it was a boost of less than 10 horsepower basically to what they had yeah which um,
0: is considering that these units are all, you know all coming together 10 horsepower is a good lot. amount substantial yeah, so, substantial so so and considering how far that engine has come already yeah considering how it was last year and considering pretty good. you
1: know it cheated a couple years ago yep um any Anything else of note there? Ruben, that's, not really. Right. Haters, man. Yeah, absolutely. Netflix. Everybody's favorite streaming service. Well, most people's favorite <laughs> streaming service. Uh, there, there was a rumor out there that they were thinking about an F1 buyout to be able to stream the races. So uh, I'm, I'm choosing my words very carefully. Netflix wanted the rights to be able to stream the races. But Ruben, what, what was their criteria to be able to even get to that point?
2: Well, they're saying that if they would to go that route, they would have to own the platform altogether, so pretty much be owners of, you know what, pretty oh, much what 4. Liberty Media 1, did. Yeah. Then, you know, to own F1, and that'd be tough, because I don't think Liberty Media wants to sell now. So. But they did not, they were not in the position to to do it, or they were not in, into F1, I guess, as much as, they, or they didn't see the product the way mm-hmm. they do now, when it was up for sale, so they, they were never part of the bidding process back
1: then anyway, so. You think it's gained value since uh, it was up for sale from Liberty? i think so here in the u.s yeah maybe i think there's an f1 stock actually maybe you could check
0: it definitely well we can check that but i think it definitely has as far as value um i mean obviously they have a higher social media presence which is good they did the whole rebranding with the new logo thanks bernie um they obviously the regulations are coming into play this year but um you can now say I think that the the road that they're heading down is that these franchises, you know, franchises, basically the teams are going to be more valuable because they are not going to be put in the position where every year they got to fight just to stay in the sport. Um, So, and I think that's the road that F1 is heading down. So I think it's definitely got more value. Um, Obviously, the reason why Netflix, they said they would think about it, but... You know, I, it's not like Amazon who's gone into contracts with, um, you know, with the NFL, the NFL yeah. or any other live sport. They want to be able to, not that they control it, because obviously you think of Netflix and you think that maybe they might want to manipulate it for their show. But that's not the case. What they want to do is that obviously if they control the rights, that they want to show live tapings of the races, they want to make sure that. Formula One doesn't have any other contracts with anybody
1: else, so that's which is, in a business sense, makes sense. So. I wish they could just develop a competent app. That would be that would be so nice, so that we can actually watch. You know, F1 TV being a disaster as it is. Mm-hmm. Um, next piece of information here: the Miami Grand Prix. The dates have been confirmed. It's it's very near. I feel like we talk about it every week, but it's very near and dear to our hearts because we're in the U.S. Uh, it's going to be held between, or it's going to be held May 6th through 8th, traditional, uh, weekend, no sprint race. Um, good timing. It puts us before Monaco, before Spain, before Canada, mm-hmm. but then it also signals there'll be three trips to the, I guess, North America, North and Central America. Any thoughts, any further to talk about here other than well now we know when to buy our tickets yeah absolutely we going to get ready yeah <laughs>
0: but uh, I mean everybody here in the US is pretty any F1 fan here in the US is pretty excited about it Miami is a great city it's fun Um, it's the weather's great the beaches are awesome Uh, great club city if you wanna go in the nightlife and just to watch too? yeah just to watch uh, the track looks cool so I think it's gonna promote good racing especially with the new cars coming next year I can't wait, man. I'm definitely, uh, you know, you never want to say that you're definitely going to go, but we have our eyes, we have our sights on it. So, definitely
2: want to go. And it gives us hope of maybe go to Miami and Canada. They're far apart, like like a month apart. It looks like they're going to be. I don't know.
1: I have a boss. I can't. I don't know if I'll be able to do that.
2: You guys, that's. Well, know. May 6th, beginning of June, put the vacation in now. Who's gonna deny you that? <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: <And he laughs> kill a cousin. <laughs> <laughs> right, kill a cousin or something. Come on, bro. We <laughs> can make it happen.
1: <laughs> you guys are going from friends to like acquaintances. <laughs> you started. It. And then the last last piece of information going into the race, uh obviously we talked about Leclerc's power unit. Max Verstappen was also switching his uh, power unit, as well as Nicholas Latifi. But obviously, more important, mm-hmm. Max Verstappen now start or was starting from the back of the grid. Uh, it was a penalty that we knew had to show up at some point uh, in the. We thought it was going to happen at Monza, but in the mm-hmm. next couple of races, um, and we saw how it played out. So. What? Oh, I thought you were
2: signaling. No, I, I I do want to say something. So like, go ahead. No, but you were saying so, so I thought I was going to let you finish. But no, it was, you know, uh, as we, we get into more into, like, you know, knowing F1 and stuff like that. Mm. At the beginning, it was like, but why are these guys are like getting replacement engines? After, you know, I guess the announcement of a step, and, and, but they're starting before him. But then it was because of the grip penalty he got from Monza. He mm-hmm. was still at the back He's of all still at these the guys. back. Mm-hmm.
1: So. What was it like? It. Fernando Alonso had like 47 <laughs> grid place penalty, like back <laughs> back in the, back in the GP. uh That's what the the McLaren days,
0: the, the Honda McLaren days. Yeah. So Th- that never made any sense. No. Thank God I'm glad they got rid of that stuff. Van Dorn did like 50 yeah. grid place. Yeah. Uh, anyway, That's so crazy.
1: So the other, you know, Latifi, I, it, obviously it's a throwaway in the grand scheme of the race itself, but it points to reliability issues with the engine and actually during the race weekend, Bottas had to also take a, uh, engine penalty, grid place penalty. Um, it's only a matter of time, right? Before Hamilton has to replace his engine, or is it something that maybe the reliability? Could, Cause at the end of the day, right? I, Bottas took, uh, Bottas took damage to his car. Verstappen took a ton of damage to his car. Paris already took a engine penalty. He took a bunch of damage to his car. Hamilton hasn't really had that much I don't, I don't know. Is it is it something related to the crashes or is it just the wear on the engines? I thought the has switching his engine again because he's had in Monza,
2: which was just strategically, you know, a strategy coming to play to, nah, black, man, hand, come to, come to black to mom into Black to Black Max. That's what I thought. Why I took it as, but you guys, you know, the Tiffy thing makes you change your opinion a little bit about the engine reliability, but. There's
0: been rumors up and down the paddock that the Mercedes engines are suffering from reliability, especially as we're getting to the latter stages. Um, and obviously we know that as that engine wears out, um, it does like the curve of diminishing returns cool. is sharp with the Mercedes engines. Always has been. Once they get a new one, it's in. The, the, the issue now is that you only get three per year. Per year. So once you start getting that fourth one, then you got to start taking penalties. And, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, we know, I mean, Max already took his. We know Hamilton at one point has to take his.
1: Um, if he has to.
0: We just hope that one of those engines doesn't blow up during a race or something.
1: That's the gamble you take. Um hmm
0: Especially for the front run.
1: Has there ever been a time that you're watching a race that Hamilton starts to the back or falls to the back that you don't believe that he could still... That he could not win that race? As long as he's in a Mercedes, no. He's no, always no. been
0: in a Mercedes. He's always been in
2: a <laughs> Mercedes engine
0: car. <laughs> so, well, I'm talking about a works Mercedes.
1: Okay. I, yeah, so like this year is what... Yeah. Well, the past few years have been that way. I mean, you... Why would you doubt it? Well, but that's my point. If he were to take the engine penalty, I don't really think it's going to matter. Not as much as, say, a Verstappen taking or, or a Boras. Well,
0: depends on the what track. What this weekend? <laughs> Nowhere. Depends on the track. Uh.
1: Depends on the track. I think uh.
0: if he has to take an engine penalty, it's definitely going to be a track where they can overtake. So, I mean, you're not going to do it at Abu apple top, even no, though that's no, the last of race not. of the year. Um, but you're not gonna do it at a track that's full of slow corners. You're gonna do it at a track where there's you
1: know Turkey.
0: You can do it Turkey, or you could do it the US also.
1: Hello. And with that said, that ends our news segment. So Ruben, hit the drop. Now at the right time. Yeah. Gentlemen, a short view back to the past. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I forgot. I gotta memorize it. Nicky Lara once said, You can train a monkey and put him in the car. Well, he got five words. Um Is <laughs> getting better? All right, so we talked about the Boras um, penalty. What, what were your thoughts on that? Just to me, it's just a technical issue. They had to replace it. Not nothing strategic. No, I
0: thought it was strategic. I don't, I don't see if you put. I mean, obviously you, they know Max is going to start at the back. Mm-hmm. They obviously want to hold him up as much as possible so he doesn't get a huge run up the field because you want to prevent to you know prevent points. They obviously knew that they. I mean. This is what his fifth engine this year?
2: Bottas yes. Yeah.
0: So, I mean, they obviously knew that they had to replace it. So, obviously it's probably a technical thing too. It's it just it's just a win-win. It's like if you have one situation where the engine is not as reliable as you want it to be and you can take the penalty anyways cuz Bottas is not really in the championship fight and you're and you're fairly confident that Bottas can get up there into the points at least to maximize maximize the points for the team. And at the same time, you have Verstappen, you know, uh, you know, sitting at the back, and he really has. If he just gets a clean run through the field, where no, there's no other car similar to him that can stop him with similar speed. If you can impede him a little bit, yeah, obviously
1: it didn't work. It never works for Boras. Yeah. He never because Bortas not style, Because
0: he's not a he's not a great defender, right? He so like that that's what I'm really.
1: saying. Like you guys are saying this stuff, and I'm like,
0: what are you guys even? Yeah, but about? it doesn't listen. It, listen, it doesn't matter. It's it's one of those things where at least you try. You, that's you what take they, that's what you take for. the shot because yeah, at the very at the, at the same time it's like, you what are you gonna you gonna what you, if you're total Wolf? You're gonna say. Valtry, I have no confidence in you that you can defend them. Just, just you know, go. go no, that. dude, no, no. help the team. That's it. He tried. How, here's and- how you
1: help the team, right? If it was done supposedly just for strategy purposes, here's how you help the team. Valtry, this is your, the best track that you race at, like, in your career. A 1-2 would have been more valuable than trying to hold them up. Because you don't know where Max is going to end up. You don't know about the rain, whatever. But if you could get your two guys one-two in a track that you've won 100% of the races, that to me is more valuable than maybe potentially holding them up with a guy that's not that defensive of a driver. I don't know. That does make more sense.
0: It does make more sense, but then again, Mercedes hasn't always <laughs> made the foil right. Tinfoil hat dec- time. Yeah, but it, but it also but Mercedes hasn't always made the right decisions, anyway especially this year. year. Yep. So I mean, they're they're really showing cracks in the armor, uh, especially under pressure from Red Bull. So maybe they did. You don't. Know, we're never gonna know. But you're right. That that's that's fairly plausible <sighs> My as favorite. well.
1: You're right. My
0: favorite. <laughs> we don't know. You're totally right,
1: but you could be right. <laughs> So FP3 was canceled due to heavy rain. Um, probably something that uh, a positive that came out of this year's Spa is that now they're going to be watching out for it. They're not going to put the drivers at risk if it's obviously terrible conditions. No, but this this track was getting like
2: flooded. Like the FP the F2 paddock was flooded. Like people literally they were they were having rain boots on to to I think to after walk. S-
0: after Spa we we stopped doing yeah. rain dances because yeah. we knew what I mean we. We like to see wet races because obviously what happened this weekend. But uh, when it gets to like spa-like
1: typhoons, we definitely don't want to see that. <laughs> Qualifying Q3 also heavily affected by the rain. Um, It brought up... Uh, it shook up the order. Um, But what I kind of wanted to bring up is that we're... We're starting to see some exactly what Yancy says some chinks in the armor. So, Q three starts. Russell does, I guess, his warm up lap. It comes right in. He says, "I'm going to slicks right away." Or yeah, because that because yeah, that's
0: what it was. It was because the the session started off wet, so everybody was on intermediates. Yeah. Q one, Q two was all through intermediates, and as Q three approached, that's when you had the crossover where it stopped raining, and then they were just waiting for obviously the. If you run the cars enough times with those intermediate tires, even rain tires, but this in this case is intermediates, if you run them enough times, they're going to clear the track because You're those tires out. are made to move gallons and gallons of water off the track. Uh, and if especially if it stops raining. Then, then the heat then, that, yeah.
1: that it puts into the track, it's going to just evaporate the water. Right, right.
0: So the, the, the crucial point is that as they went out in Q3, everybody went out on, inter- for the most part, everybody went out on intermediates just to see how the track was, but also, they also see if that intermediate tire starts wearing fast, that means that the, that the track is, is dry enough, and you can put on the slicks. So, and then the first one, obviously, to do that was George Russell. Go ahead, Will.
1: Right, so George Russell comes in, pits for the slicks, kind of setting off the chain reaction of everybody else pitting for slicks, except for... Lewis Hamilton, who does not only his banker lap, which is what you call when you put in your first lap, you know, get a good enough time so in case something happens.
0: Which everybody I think did that at that point.
1: Not the only one that didn't do it was George. Okay, then uh, uh he does, I think he went to do another lap and then pit like at, towards the end of the session. And what ends up happening, he he drives, hits the pit wall, has to change his whole front wing. Affects Valtteri Bottas when he comes in for his pit to to be able to switch into the slicks, because they had to push the car out. Of the, push the car out of the pit uh, box.
0: They had to push but push his car out of the pit box. Bottas comes in, changes his tires. Bottas goes out, and they have to push him back to the pit box to, to work on the car.
2: And at that time, if he did not crash or broke his win, they would have had enough time to change to slicks and do two laps. Because remember, everybody to for the slicks to catch they were doing two laps first, like a lap just I guess another one to really warm up the tire and then go for it mm-hmm. that's what he wasn't able to do yeah they have to do an out lap because when work. George Russell switched to slicks it didn't look like he, he was ready for slicks yet because he was slipping right. all over the place right. mm-hmm. and that obviously helped him as well because the tires did not
1: degrade that much he was able to continue yeah. right, because, because
0: you have to get the tires up to a certain exactly. temperature
1: for them to go. start getting and the track up. being wet doesn't allow the temperature to, to really rise, build up yeah. mm-hmm. so man fucking George excuse my French he's the man Beep. um <laughs> No, but it was just – it was an uncharacteristic, like Yancy had mentioned earlier, it's a chink in the armor for for Mercedes to – not just Mercedes, but also Lewis Lewis Hamilton to crash into a pit wall to then cause that that reaction affecting your teammate, affecting your own qualifying, which ends up – Lewis Hamilton ended up actually putting in a pretty good lap and qualified in fourth place, Mm -hmm. a P4, as they say. Uh, It was Lando Norris, Carlos Sainz, George Russell as the top three, then Lewis Hamilton, Daniel Ricciardo. Fernando Alonso Valtteri Bottas Stroll Sergio Perez and Esteban Ocon as the top 10 Verstappen I don't even think he did a lap in Q1 right he did one lap in Q1 Q1, just
0: to say that he that he that he participated in qualifying but there was if he's starting at the back there was no point in him even risking an accident especially
2: if it's a wet session so that's what he did and we know Max crashes
1: sometimes in the (laughs) wet into walls right before race in Hungary yeah (laughs) Yeah. He's also very good in the wet, too. But so when he has it yet. Yeah. Lewis Hamilton came out and said his crash into the into the pit lane wall had nothing to do with pressure. Yancy, do you agree with
0: that? No, I completely disagree with that. Um why? We have seen this Mercedes team the past six years be literally bulletproof in every single s- word, sense of that word. Except this year. Except this year. They are on point with strategy, with their pit stops, with their, rate, with you know, with every reliability. They They have been on point where it's like you just expect them to win, and if they don't win, then you're going to be like, oh, they'll be back next week, and they're usually back next week.
2: I think the only thing that they've never gotten together, hundred percent always, has been the pit stops. They they do average pit stops. Mm-hmm. They don't do you know I was like Red Bull that they oh Williams from back in the day that mm-hmm. they do tremendous numbers. Yeah, but on nowadays pit stops. that doesn't matter because of the new yeah, safety regulation. But that was where it was at. But I don't know about with the timing issue before. So that's where always I think Red Bull did better timing mm-hmm. than Mercedes throughout even throughout the whole years. But the, as a Combining like a whole, combining the whole a spectacle, the whole circle, mm-hmm. Mercedes has been, yeah, on this year. This year so they're the rebel. This up. year,
0: yeah, I mean, it seems like they're they're making a lot of mistakes in every sen- like in every aspect of, you know, with be a pissed stop strategy, driver errors, reliability. They're making a lot of mistakes. Um, Lewis, strangely enough, came out before the weekend and was talking about. Um, The pressure that he felt when he was going for his first championship, and in turn, kind of, it seems like games, gamesmanship, and in turn is that saying that maybe it was Max that was feeling the pressure, and I, I, you know, us looking at it from the outside in. Would you guys agree with me that it seems like Lewis is feeling more the pressure than
1: Max? Max is more chilled out. Uh, Max is never chilled out.
0: But I'm just saying, like, as far as but he's being his normal self. Correct. correct. You know, he's being his correct. normal self. Um the, the the ones doing a lot of the talking is usually Mercedes and, and Hamilton. But Hamilton, I think, is just playing this the mind games. And obviously he knows that if he says this out in public, he's gonna get back to, to Verstappen. And obviously Verstappen responded saying, If you know, he obviously doesn't really know me if he feels that I'm feeling the pressure. Um uh, which obviously I don't. I, go, I don't see any signs of it. I, I see the normal max, um, and that's probably if he does win the championship, is going to be an important aspect of why he won the championship. Because obviously you have to stay cool, calm, and collected as the pressure builds in order for you to win a championship. Um, just like Lewis does too, but Lewis does play the little games. He he totally did it with the, Rosberg, he, little darts. That yeah, the he, he you know he, he's done it with Vettel. He, he throws those little darts in the meeting. He knows what he's doing. And I think all the champions do that. Schumacher was the same way. Senna was the same way. All the great champions do that. And that's fine. That's it's your prerogative. And obviously, um, you know, not only do you have to be a great driver, but you have to play the mental game. You have to play the politics. Like the that's, that's that's just the way this sport works. Um so yeah, I mean, uh, and obviously the 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 error is, I mean. Max hasn't had Max has had a great season. Don't get me wrong, but a lot of his stuff is like if 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 something has gone wrong in a race for him, you know the the two DNF. I mean, I don't know if he's had more, but the it's two it, notable uh, DNFs, two, yeah. the two DNFs that he's had, what haven't been his fault. The last one was in was in uh, was in Silverstone at the British Grand Prix where he crashed with Lewis, and yep. that was that was obviously Dean Lewis's fault. And then the other one was the first one was in Baku where the tire blew out on him and he was leading that race. He was going to win that he race.
1: He actually qualified, classified in that race. He finished technically finished it. Italy, okay. So he has two DNFS. One's in Italy. The others in Great Britain. Uh, also, the, in, uh,
2: the Baku um, crash
1: did not count as a. As that's a, a that's
2: oh okay. Oh yeah. No, no, no. yeah Whoa.
0: Well, the clash. But, and then the clash with Lewis, obviously. How can I forget that? But that was also deemed that was deemed Max's fault. So you can say maybe he's had, you know, one big hiccup through, through the entire season. Obviously, and I was talking to well to you Wellington about this. <laughs> um, I'm surprised that Max is not further ahead in the championship, and he, obviously he doesn't have the lead right now. But the way he's been he's driven this year, he should be f- way further ahead. You know, it just—I guess—that's the way things things way work the, out.
1: The cookie crumbles. <laughs> and how yeah, much am I going to give it to? I him? mean, think about it. If you add even eighteen points to um, his Great Britain total, mm-hmm. he finishes second. He's way ahead compared to the two points that that he's behind now. He's way ahead in the in the constructors or in the drivers' championship. Yeah, and I mean, he
0: has what one, two? He has seven wins
1: this season. He's killing it.
0: Yeah. Compared to Lewis Hamilton's five
1: wins, Ruben, do you think uh, Hamilton's feeling the pressure?
2: I don't think so. I think just part of his 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 game. You know, the so way that's he... his game crashing into pit walls. No, no, and the, but bad even, starts even, in even, the even even in practice. Remember, he hit the Jackman, and he, he blamed it on the ma- and the magic button, whatever. You know, oh, sorry guys, magic. So I'm guessing is again. Thing. That's why when he when he hit the the guy with the with the jack. That's okay. what he said. Sorry guys, magic. So I don't. I think sprint race bad start. He's just sh- showing, hey, Max, I'm beatable, but you just can't beat me yet. <laughs> because yeah, I am making mistakes. i tell you what. No, he is making mistakes, and he's, but I think it's also, if he was feeling the pressure, I don't think he would throw it straight at Max the way he threw it like that. Oh, but I don't think Max is feeling the pressure. It's just to get to Max's head. How do I get into this kid's head to break him, you know? Yeah, but, like, Max t- is cool. I'll as t- far t- as, t- you. as like, you know, Ma- Max is just, has an eye on the target. Can he be better? Yes, but he has the eye on the target, and he's just there. Like, he's, I think this is the most, I would say, as most, the best he has handled it, Max, the way, you know, all the situations that hand, you know, happens to him before he would lash out, you know, more. I mean, we would use the way he lashes on the radio anyway, so. If, well,
0: say? if he's feeling the pressure, and this is how good Lewis Hamilton is, he's still leading the championship. It's still 244.5 to 246.5. <laughs> he took the lead again this Wait, week. No, so... If he's feeling the pressure,
2: I mean obviously this. If he's feeling on, the pressure, th- this weekend didn't help because Max made it all with the like second. And, an, and on we an also
0: and we also have to note, as far as pre- you know, we're talking about feeling the pressure. There's also pressure as far as milestones are concerned because he's been sitting on 99 wins for a while. We'll get, we'll get to that. I know, but what I'm trying to tell you is that that's the type of stuff as far as like when, when you talk about Lewis Hamilton. Not only do you have the pressure of winning the championship and being, ahead. but you also have the pressure of all these records that you're breaking and these big numbers that nobody has ever achieved before. So, and he's still handling it pretty well. He's still leading the championship.
1: One thing that I wanted to point out, it's now a two-point lead, right, for Lewis Hamilton. He has four fastest laps to Verstappen's three fastest laps. So that is for sure going to come into play. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh oh, man, I cannot wait. Well, I can't I I'm enjoying this season as it comes to us. So the race itself, let's go from the beginning because this race was a freaking doozy, and that's a lot to say for the Russian Grand Prix, right? Right at the start of the race, we see Hamilton Hamilton was fourth, right? So he was behind Lando, Carlos Sainz, and George Russell. Yes. Right? Landle gets off to a hot start right away, as he's done before. I don't know how he continues to do it. It's a game. I think it's his twitch fingers, right? Yep. Lewis Hamilton gets off to a pretty decent start, but he, according to what Crofty and Brundle said on the broadcast, he pulled out to the side too early and eliminated the toe. So he ended up falling behind guys that stayed in line, had the toe in place and were able to pick up more speed and more distance down to turn two. Mm-hmm. He falls back. I forget how far he fell back, but... He went down to seventh. Went down to seventh. Um, it was uh, uh, a little touch and go from there. Had to fight Ricardo on the way up. Had, had to fight everybody on the way up. Just kind of, to me, just shows what an amazing drive that was for Hamilton himself. But... Back to the start, Yancey, your boy. Go ahead, my man. Bamos. No, Chili. The, the other, I mean, one, the, the the other, other one. The other one. The oh, other one. Come on, man. No, no, no. The start. Somebody that picked up seven places. Charlie. <laughs> I can't believe we had to welcome to that. <laughs> I to man. Come no, because
0: you know what. I was listen. I I had I obviously got to. I was driving across the George Washington Bridge and guys never do this. I was driving and I was watching it the F1 TV app on my phone and obviously, to to you know, Chile starting third. So I'm just happy Ferrari's out in front. Right?
1: Chile did pick up the lead. And he yes.
0: picked up the lead. So that's why I got so excited. But then, obviously, the TV direction and we'll talk about this later but it was so horrible we did not get to see and we saw this later the crazy start that Leclerc got.
1: We didn't see it later. We had to we had to go on to YouTube go, to see this.
2: Yeah. To and see it. see it. Yes. It wasn't even on a replay. It wasn't They're even on a radiation. replay. No, so
1: the, the, or you the, the, sent us was it on yes. YouTube? Uh, it was on a one of the streamable a, thing. A, a a you know, stream, Shor- source. But, yes. Source. Yeah. But anyway. So we saw the start. Oh, the Ferraris got the state. By the way, to, that picture you showed us earlier. I'll link it on the the, uh, the, the,
0: the Ferraris got off to great starts either way. I was just happy about that. Both,
1: yeah. yeah. The race starts, we go to, um, you know, whatever, they go around a couple of turns, et cetera, they complete lap one, and then they go straight to the replays, but then they literally just don't show us any, this TV director was literally the worst TV direction I've ever seen. Yeah. What are we doing here? The chili hat. chili, chili. chili. And the 55 in the <laughs> <laughs> it's McLaren.
0: was well, McLaren?
1: We're showing off the hat, uh,
0: on youtube if you guys
1: are <laughs> not watching this so amazing start for leclerc amazing start for carlos signs ferrari just digging in Alonso too Alonso, Alonso, because he just cut the like he just was <laughs> like you know what forget the rules i'm just gonna do what i want usually
0: that is the best part of the russian grand prix
1: that you could just cut forget about the rules no no no, no
0: meaning this the big the start it's just because you just that that run down to turn two that's when you get most of the overtakes and the, you know the, the, mm-hmm. the important positions. Alonso actually practiced what he did at uh, during practice. A lot of people yeah. noticed, yeah, because what's the rule? If you get off track, if you get off track, all you got to do is go through the bo- bollocks, yeah. and and then you come out in front. And that's exactly what he did. He did what he had to do. And you know who else used to do that too? Roman Grosjean used to do that in the Haas. He did that one year. <laughs> and he figured, you know what? If I'm going to go off track, especially you have all these cars, Constantino effect Fett going into that one turn, let me get off track. I go through the ballards. I'm good. I'm still going to fight. Because that's probably the fastest way anyways.
2: Jeez. So. No, I'm not being pushed. Yeah, somebody pushed me out. Who? I don't know. The win. Somebody pushed me out. <laughs> that's yeah. why I went that way. <laughs> mm-hmm. I didn't want to hit this guy. <laughs> wow. <laughs> My man.
0: Yo. The Ferraris did
2: good. At that start
0: that was great. I'm happy. Let me be happy. We don't have a lot of thank God it worked
2: for the clerk though because he actually really just threw it out there. Yeah, I mean, that's he sent it. He sent it.
0: Yes. He said he, it was like it was one of those things where he's like he looked like he dive bombed the whole field.
2: Uh, yeah, that's what it looked like. <laughs> And at one point, like he was on the, on the game,
0: and at one point, he was like literally next to the wall where he almost went off track. He was on the blue. I don't know if you saw that. Uh, I don't know who he was again. He was going. He was uh, next to, but he almost went into the wall. It was
1: crazy. I'll tell you who he was next to. Max Verstappen. Bam. So we were talking earlier about how Max has kept it cool, calm, and collected. The evolution of this guy as a driver who normally there's no way he backs out of a situation like that. That's his space, whatever. But we saw it. I forget exactly who else was in that fight, but it was. Uh, Charles Leclerc, Max Verstappen was coming in, and Charles Leclerc almost pushed him right into the wall, almost took off his front wing. But uh, Verstappen was able to back out of that turn or back out of that battle to be able to live to fight another day, perhaps thinking about the championship, perhaps thinking, like, I need to stay alive in this one so that I can make it to the end.
0: And I also, well, I also think that's what Lewis did as well. Where? When he started off, well, he started off fourth. I mean, obviously, he was being very conservative. We know right. Lewis can be very aggressive at the at the start, right? Especially if he's out in front. Um, but he knows that he has he started fourth. He has three cars on him. He's getting a, a, a huge toes from the back, where you don't know if they're gonna out. You know they're gonna they're not gonna break on time or anything like that. So it's one of those things where let me just get through the corner, and then I know I have a car fast enough to get through the field, especially if you he start ease up there. So we didn't see the most aggressive Lewis. But knowing how he thinks and how he is, he definitely wanted to make sure that he got out of that melee going into turn two because that it is a melee, and usually we get a lot of safety cars in Russia. Yeah. We didn't get one this year, and usually those safety cars are at turn two, especially when you have all those cars going around.
2: Could you imagine that that was the actual? Well, yes, so you said that was the actual plan they had. What? That's the most, You know what I'm saying? Could you imagine that's,
1: uh, you, but what was the plan
2: not that let's have a let's have a you know let's have a uh, alright start mm-hmm. but you know let's try to break the toe yeah we're gonna lose a few places but remember we have the best car we're gonna overtake no matter what I'm yeah. sure that they, and were it's a track they track probably there. spoke about it and, and as a sure. track that they ever since they, they introduced was, the Russian
0: Grand Prix they have won for a well, for the most part that's so. like
2: a tremendous confidence you have to have yeah but yeah. guys I could really go up there and jump like but you go to so lose your win you go to get crashed on, mm-hmm. just yeah, and knowing that you're gonna be like you said, just be able to make up the places, and then and start at twentieth. He's known for making up places. Even started from the back when he has a great penalty, he always comes to the front. Yeah. So can in, we say that about both us this weekend? No. no. Well, <laughs> later on we can.
1: <laughs> Yo, so there was. So guys really don't like both. There guys. was battles literally throughout the whole. But we didn't see it. But we didn't see it. We didn't see it. We saw. We didn't. We saw a, a George Russell pit stop when Norris overtook <laughs> Carlos Signs for for the lead. Right. Yep. That that was that was amazing. Thank you guys.
0: So the the starting order coming out of turn two, we say it was Signs and mm-hmm. Chile, uh, Norris, Norris and Russell. Yep. Hold the door, Russell. For a little bit, yeah. Yeah. He he was doing, starting the uh, the DRS train. Um, George Holder, Russell. Yeah and go ahead was that's what i just want to make sure everybody knew like what was the running order that we had three to turn two yeah these three young guns you know at, in the top three and we thought that it might stay that way
2: something i wanted to mention too science is all very very and we agree with underrated remember mm-hmm. you mentioned that yesterday because he ha- he he is fast he's shown he could you know he could be all over the place he's been you know he's been he has improved wherever he goes to but he doesn't get the credit like you know to' on that high
1: why do you think he's underrated
0: I think so too. I think well so. I mean your assessment.
1: um we could talk about that but maybe we should talk about it at the end when he's at the podium cool. okay um all right so we were complaining about the the race director we there was a lot of battles all over the field we didn't really get to see much because the race director was not or the t v director was not all that Terrific. Towards the end of the race, what well, was it, lap 40, 48 really, it started kind of raining. We had Lando Norris in first place, Lewis Hamilton hunting him down, and then like way back we had the rest of the field. I think Sergio Perez, Carlos Sainz, and then whoever else was part of that train. So, what happens? I'm I'm embarrassed to even admit, I'm screaming at the TV so that Lando Norris You're doesn't m- pit.
0: You almost broke uh, Ruben's TV. Hey.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Screaming at it! don't We were on
2: the edge then, end up on that point. Yeah. Absolutely,
1: because Norris and Hamilton were so far ahead of the field. To me, whoever
2: I think I it was over a minute, by the way.
1: Yeah. Uh no, it wasn't. A, it was like forty seconds. So whoever pitted to to me, and they kept saying that oh the, the track is getting better or like whatever. They just kept. Going back and forth. So whoever pitted was going to lose to whoever could just stay on the track and just make it to the end. Right? It was so few laps left. Didn't work out that way. Lewis Hamilton pitted lap lap 48. Uh, guys started pitting. So like Max Verstappen. Uh, I'm going to go back to the pit graphic. Max Verstappen, Carlos Sainz, Daniel Ricciardo, George became, Russell. All lap 48. Over a minute, right? I'm sorry. Lap, George Russell actually pitted first in lap 47. Um, along with Bodas and then 48, all the other, like, the main drivers pitted. Lap 49, Lewis Hamilton pitted after he had already said, no, I'm not coming in, think I and can make it. I ignored it on one point as well. And they forced him to come in. Lando Norris stays outside, unfortunately doesn't make it to the end on the slick tires, uh, is surpassed by a bunch of people. So I'm going to read off how many people, well, let me go through this. George Russell. Pitted early, 47 into lap 48, went from P11 to P10. Boras, 47 into 48, went from P13 to P5. That's the amount of places he was able to make up. Uh, Kimi Raikkonen, pitted during lap 48. Kimi, old man Kimi, who we all forget is still out there. First race back from COVID. P15 to P8. Able to score four points for uh, Alfa Romeo, who went now from three to, to seven total. Nikita Mazepin. P-19 to P-18. So we're going to about that guy. <laughs> Doing his thing, right? Go, Max. Spin!
2: No, not, to, no, not to, to for him. Do
1: it. In his home race. Yeah. game at one place, okay? And that's only because uh, somebody retired. <laughs> Max Verstappen. Just two uh, laps behind. Yes. Did not pit lap 47 to 48, but pitted lap 48 to 49. Ends up. signs and Ricardo overtakes them going into the pits. Goes from P7 to P2 in that whole melee. He's the one that's the biggest winner and we'll come back to talk about him. Carlos Sainz goes from P4 to P3, pitting in lap 48 to 49. Ricardo 48 to 49 as well. P6 to P4. And that's kind of the end of the people that kind of really gained a lot. Everybody else slipped down. What do you guys think of strategy in general there? We saw... Like, for example, Perez went from P3 to P9. So it ended up costing him a lot. Norris, we saw him. P1. Yeah, he went from P1 all the way down to P8 at at the finish. What do we think there as far as? For Norris, heartbreak.
2: <laughs> like It was, in this situation, it's like a make it or break it. You have to, the way Mercedes got it, they followed the technology they have with them, and they trusted it. But it was a gamble that Norris did not wish to take at that time. Now, when it was already pretty much that you can couldn't see, he's like, okay, yeah, we gotta go into interest. But as he was at the beginning, it was a, like the drizzle, of the, you know, the beginning of the rain. He was. Slowing
1: down, but he was going. That's not that he, seen, so he, he couldn't see;
0: he couldn't turn.
1: It was an ice skating ring for him. It became he, an ice skating he ring. He was almost passed by Hamilton a couple of times, like forty six, lap forty six, forty seven, where he went wide. Yes, I forget what turn it was, but it was getting to the point where it was dangerous. And it was that 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 last lap that they did that he
2: was just really was going off on every turn. That's what really killed it for him. because well, That's what he was, lost, like all the time.
1: Well, he had just passed like the, the pit, pit, the pit entry. And then that's when it was like, all right, we gotta pit because everybody's he pitting. He gotta go now. He ended up pitting in lap fifty-one. So that's three laps, two laps behind Hamilton, three laps behind Verstappen, his own teammate pitted lap forty-eight. Jeez. Per, I mean, look. Like for example, you have
0: Perez pitted lap fifty, Norris fifty-one, Alonso fifty. Those were the three big losers. And Leclerc. Um, Leclerc fifty-one. Like, anybody who pitted lap 50 or 51 was way too damn late, and they
1: lost a ton of places. Well, yeah, they were trying to hold on to their track position. Yeah,
0: and they, um, yeah but um, and what was tricky about that situation was that one part of the track was fairly dry, yes. and then the other part of the track, once you got, start getting to like to turn five around there, that's where it was Swim really pool. falling. So well, there was a
1: guy pool. that pitted early that did not work out for him. Yuki Sonoda went f- into softs. On lap 47 and then into intermediates on 49. <laughs> oh man. Poor guy. I didn't know that.
0: I'm looking at this graphic. I'm like, really?
1: Yeah. <laughs> what are you thinking?
0: But I mean, yeah, the race. Yeah, what are you thinking? Whatever.
2: Anyways. The ones that got it right was perfect. The ones that got it wrong, oh my God, it was yeah, horrendous.
0: Yeah, and but you know, and then all the teams had it. All the teams had the same information. So it wasn't like, you know, it it wasn't like they were flying. Any team was flying blind. There wasn't any team had better information than the other. I think it really comes down to experience. The the, Mm -hmm. Norris, you would understand. He's been leading the race. He's going for his first win. Um, He feels that the rain is not so bad. But you also have to realize, too, is that it starts raining and you're on slicks. Temperature is very important when it comes to these tires. Mm-hmm. If these tires are not up to temperature, they it's literally like you know driving on ice for them. So what happens is that when it starts raining on one part of the track, the yeah. water will cool down those tires and you have no grip whatsoever. So it's not necessarily that they're that they're um that they're sliding up because of the water, they're just sliding because the tires are cold. Good point. So um Obviously, those with experience, and this is where the team has to step in and say no. Just exactly like what Hamilton and Mercedes did. Hamilton didn't yeah. want to come in. Mm-hmm. Hamilton said, no, I think it's dry enough. I think we can do it. The team overrode that decision, and they said, no, it's going to get heavier. coming for the Inters now. Because obviously the faster you get on the inters and as they start training, you have a better chance of winning the race.
2: The onboard with Vettel was like that too. They, they asked him, if, hey, do you want to come in? No, we're still good. I think like two turns are like, nah, we got to come in. He, <laughs> he had yeah. his hand out. Like, yeah, yeah, like trying to determine really, rain how much yeah, training it was. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: but, uh, but that's where the experience comes in. Yep. And obviously in, in Vettel's case, it was more the experience of the driver. Mm-hmm. In Hamilton's case, it was more the experience of the team. And obviously we've, I, mean, I think we talked about it before the race as far as how um, sometimes the drivers get, can give you good input, but they don't have the entire story. No. And they don't have, you know, what what makes Mercedes very successful is that I, they literally have a well-oiled machine. Sometimes it's to their detriment because it takes them longer to make the decisions, mm-hmm. just like it took them longer to get, into the, to, get onto the, to get
2: onto the slicks. They're debating with each other.
0: <laughs> yeah, d- to get onto the slicks and qualifying, and, and qualifying yeah. that killed Hamilton's qualifying. Right, And that killed Hamilton's qualifying because he was coming in too late already, so he was rushing in. And on top of that, I'm, guess, I'm, I'm assuming that the pressure of rushing in will cause him to drive off and crash into the wall, right? But this time, they got it right. And this is the thing about Mercedes, and this is the thing about Hamilton. Even if they mess up, and as I mentioned earlier, they have a knack of coming back stronger and getting the results that they need to win the championship or win the race. And that's exactly what they did. The team said no. It's gonna get heavier. They have that experience already because they've won already seven championships as a team, right? They said no, come in for the inters, and that eventually is what won won in the race. The opposite view. McLaren is not used to running at the front. Yeah. They've they've they spent most of the last years just fighting just to get to that point to this point, and even they're not even front runners. They're more of a midfield runner that get an opportunity to win some races, which is good. It's progress. And then you have a young dri- a young driver in Lando Norris that doesn't really have the experience. He hasn't even won a race yet. And he wants to win that race. And sometimes your enthusiasm takes over you and you don't make the right decision because you're not thinking about that. Your tires are going to get cold. And that's not really the water that you're slipping on. It's because your tires aren't hot enough to have the grip. So, But
2: well, that was heartbreaking. Yeah, it was. Absolutely. Well, I like, I was cheering for him to win like oh my god oh we win. all were man he's gonna do it he's gonna do it then it, the pouring rain came in I'm like oh no he ain't going nowhere mm-hmm. like when it was a little dresser i was like man he's gonna win and yeah that's the right call stay out stay out stay out and then i don't know where it just comes i think
0: wet, i mean uh, wellington was saying the, the, he's like he has to stay out and i agree with him like, you have to stay you out to, but you do it. yeah but it just shows you it's like you know at and the end result just, hindsight comes in it's like
1: and the then exper- he the, just yeah. slip out. No, no, like, oh, we also don't have, have the radar.
2: Yeah, we don't have. as the lab went by and you see him just slip on every corner, You're like, like oh, oh, no. oh no, oh
0: no. What are you talking about? <laughs> I saw the cloud coming in from over the sea in the camera. <laughs> <laughs> like the race, di- the race director was focusing on the sea, on the black on sea,
2: the clouds like <laughs>
1: instead of the race. I
2: was saying that the actual track on the map looked like like a little speckle. and all the clouds were on the Black Sea. I'm like, what the hell does the race director know about the Black
1: Sea? <laughs> oh my lord! <laughs> so the drama at the end resulted in what felt like a typical podium, right? It had yeah, Lewis Hamilton, Hamilton winning his 100th uh, race win, which we'll get to as well. It had Max Verstappen coming coming back up the field after that uh, pit stop. Second place, amazing, and then it had Carlos Sainz, who pitted a lap forty-eight also. Hold on, there we go. Come on, come on, come on. The smoothest of operators. So show that chili, bro. Yeah, chale, <laughs> vamos, vamos. <laughs> All right, so <laughs> vamos. Let's take, let's take a step back here. Let's just talk about individual weekend performances, right? Lando Norris, bravo. Right? Amazing, amazing, amazing weekend. Qualified in the wet pole position. His first pole position, McLaren's first pole position in a long time. Was it? Can I say that? I I don't know. I don't remember the sprint race. I don't remember, but. So I'm going to read you a stat, right? Mm -hmm. McLaren became the sixth team to achieve a pole position in the hybrid era. Right? Wow. Mercedes have achieved 113 of 153 available pole positions since we went to hybrid that's so crazy that's crazy that's dominance, dominance. Ferrari has 15% of them Red Bull 9.2 Williams 0.7 <laughs> that's that's one Force India also one uh mm-hmm. or racing point I should say and then uh, McLaren had their had their one so ouch wow um <laughs> Amazing drive, heartbreaking result. The kids, the kids, good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we didn't the see same. the overtake because the race director, the TV director, but but the kid's good. He's, but you're.
2: What was happening in the race and the presence of you guys being in my house watching the race? It was not a snooze fest like we predicted. Well, yeah, not at sure. all.
1: But Lando
0: Norris was. I'll tell you what we've we've all well predicted that Lando Norris, in especially in the um in the driver standings, would would. Tumble because obviously we never, never last year. Yeah, I mean, but it's because his car is not as good as let's say a for uh not not a Ferrari. It's not as good as a as a Mercedes or oh, or right. a Red Bull. Mm-hmm. But he's still in fourth, man, and he's ahead of he's ahead of Sergio Perez, and it's one thirty nine and one twenty. It's another guy we'll talk about. Yeah, but he's like I mean, just w- look at the driver standings, and he is driving lights out. He has not let up. He is. Consist- consistently in the top five. If he's not getting podiums, he's trying to win a race now. I mean, Lando Norris is the real deal. He's, he's arrived, shut up. and eventually, eventually, he's gonna get his race win. And he and he said it today on social media. Keep your head up, and my time, his time
1: will come. He said that. So he actually had the fastest lap. So we'll throw this one out. He finished seventh mm-hmm. in Zandvoort. He finished tenth in Spain. He finished eighth. Every other race, other than those, he's been fifth or greater. Well, 14th in, in Spa, but that was Spa that really wasn't even I in was the reserve. I remember he was also had
2: the, he had the crashed. So maybe he was out of his game. He in was, you in know. Hungary. In
1: Hungary, retired. Yeah. But the races that he's been able to complete, he has been, what? I could have shown, he had a, a crash in Spa though. During
2: practice or quality, he had it, remember? That was yes. That was that, during quality. That was during. But quality. that also messed up with his flow. That's probably what the reason why he the confidence wasn't there to be a hundred percent. Balls out, you could say. For you, Spa? No, for him, for Lando Norris, because he told me he finished fourteenth in Spa. Spa there was no race, dude. Oh my bad.
1: Come on.
0: The reason why he was in fourteenth is because he my crashed bad, yeah, in he qualifying. Yeah, damn. Like, <laughs> <laughs> my bad. you really gonna think that was a race? Uh, anyway. No, no. So,
1: really, bro.
2: No. <laughs> once, once no, these. Uh, now he said, "Yo, that was the race." Oh yeah, that was the rain. That was... My, okay.
1: <laughs> Next year, once the uh, cars are kind of reconstructed, I really feel like Lando Norris will be pushing to be to be like the Max Verstappen of last year that got the third place, and then he'll be just getting better and better. Once the McLaren pushes up into the top tier,
0: mm-hmm.
1: big time. This guy. And, and they're gonna keep pushing because they're they're doing. McLaren has taken such giant steps. Future, well, they have future a future world champion. They
0: have a good team around them. Uh,
1: listen, I want to say yes
0: to that claim, but um, I don't. We don't know who or who's gonna get the rule changes right. It's a big change next year, and obviously. You can be the best driver, as we can see. There's a ton of great drivers on the grid. But you, it depends on what kind of car you got under you, man. And obviously, like Max has been driving lights out for the past two years. And this is the first year he has a good car under him. He has been able to fight for wins, but not as consistently as now. You know, Same thing with Leclerc, you know, race winners. But he hasn't had a, car, a good car under him since he's been at Ferrari. So it just depends, man. Just It just really depends. Next season, Ew, is next he championship season. material? I would say yes, but minute, it's be it so just it, it's just right now. I'm just looking at there's so many good drivers that we can say they're championship material, young drivers at that. Yes. You have the George Russells, you have the Leclercs, you have Mustappens, you have, Me. you have you know, you know you have Esteban Ocon who's up there too. But I don't
1: know. I don't know if I would put Esteban yeah. Ocon in
0: but the I mean, there's a, there's just a ton of talent going up. And Carlos you don't know, Sainz? yeah. Carlos signs is a. There's a ton of so, really solid drivers, and maybe all they need is that good car in order for them to contend for a championship.
2: Meaning for next year, next year's car to be up to par. Uh,
0: who gets it right? And obviously, there's, I think McLaren will. You know who who gets it right, and and also, obviously the field. Te- hopefully the rules. The not only the 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 rule the the formula changes as far as the cars, the way the cars are built, but the the rule changes as far as the financials and the cost cap will bring that, it'll take a while, but it'll bring the the field closer together. So maybe these guys, you can have four or five guys fighting for the world championship instead of just one or two. But is the world championship material? Uh, He's showing that, yeah, for sure.
1: He needs to get his first win though. Speaking of, Needs to get his first win. Hit the drop. Carlos signs. Again.
2: Okay.
1: He deserves it. Yeah, he does. This is another guy, monster, monster, monster performance this weekend. Has been driving completely lights out. Ruben started talking about it earlier, uh, earlier during the show, but he is he first year in Ferrari, not the easiest team to go to. Up against Charles Leclerc. not a bad driver to go up against, right? That that is a talented Young driver, as Yancey was just going through, he is up eight and a half points on his teammate in a new team, adjusting to a new culture, adjusting to a new car—a car that Sebastian Vettel had a hard time adjusting to last year. How good is Carlos Sainz? Like, if if you were to put everybody on an even, oh, it'd be hard to even like think about that. But like, if everybody was in the same car, like if it was Indy car, like mm-hmm. I th- I feel like Carlos Sainz would. He's, he's beaten, I tweeted about this earlier, or we tweeted about this earlier. He's beaten Hulkenberg. He's beaten, obviously, Kvyat. He's been Max's teammate to the point where they they did not even get along so much that they couldn't promote him up to the Red Bull team. But he was good enough to show for uh, Toro also at the time to go to uh, Renault so, and Renault. then McLaren mm-hmm. and now Ferrari. But unreal, he is currently sixth place in the Drivers' Championship nipping at the heels of Sergio Perez he's only seven and a half points down of Sergio Perez in what's supposed to be the probably the best car on the field right now or on the mm-hmm. track right
0: now what and he's ahead think? of his teammate
2: what do you guys think yeah he's um, he's definitely looking for it he's definitely putting in the work for it he moved what to Carlo, Italy you know? what,
0: what, what Carlos signs his best attribute is is that once he's up to speed with everything he's very consistent no pun intended racing up to speed <laughs> He's very consistent, um, and he's a hard worker. He understand he he understands the car. Uh, he is very hard on himself, even though he gets decent results, which is what you need, especially when you're a Formula One driver. You need to be critical of yourself because you need to you want to get better every race. Um, so even when you know we saw his last year when he had a chance in in Monza. When he had a chance to chase down Pierre Gasly, he was, even though he got second, which was a great result for McLaren at the time, um, he was still pretty upset because he couldn't win the race. Um, and you've seen it, you know, multiple times here where he gets a decent result, especially in, you know, in this car in the Ferrari, because the Ferrari is a car that, you know, is hit or miss depending on the track that they're at. Um, he always feels that he can do better. So he definitely has a drive. Um, what is going to benefit Carlos Sainz in his career is going to be his consistency. It's not going to be his speed. I don't think he is as quick as a, a Max Verstappen. I don't think he's as quick as a Charlotte Leclerc. Um, but he is consistent. So you can put him on par maybe with like a Checo or, or a, um, or, or Botas, which would be very good second drivers, but uh, and they can be team leaders in a midfield team, but could he be the quickest? Um, I don't think so, but he definitely deserves a drive for a top team and he's very consistent and consistency can win you a lot in Formula 1.
1: What so. makes you think he would not be if he was in a top team? the the quickest or be able to be the top driver in the, in, the, in the standings.
0: I've never seen a, a great lap from him to be honest with you. Um, you know, if you look at the qualifying results, obviously, especially when it comes to being quickest as far as like being mm-hmm. quick around the track, I don't. I I I don't see the speed. He's he's great. He's better a racing than yeah, he has it, but he's great. he's better in race day than he is in qualifying. And he's a strong he's strong in the races. So, he could definitely come out better obviously you score the points on race day. So, you can come out better in points. But as far as being like quicker, one lap pace, there's definitely people that are better better than him. Um but not by much. Not it's not by much, but this is Formula One and every not you know, by much. Even if it's even, if it's even if it's one tenth or even if it's one hundredth of a second, you you're still faster because it's Formula One. That's what you're that's you no, know, yeah. that's the you know, that's just the field that you that you're in.
2: But that's where he is though.
0: Yeah, yeah. But I mean when the timing you I mean, if you're trying to tell me over a one lap pace if you're gonna take a Leclerc or Signs, I'm taking Leclerc. If you're telling me a one lap pace, I'm taking Verstappen over Signs. I'm taking Verstappen. I even take George Russell over (laughs) Ricardo Sainz, one lap pace. And obviously we see how important qualifying is in Formula One because the higher, especially super, it's it's not, this is not IndyCar where you can overtake anybody. Formula One, historically, has been very hard to overtake. So you have to be a good qualifier in order for you to get up there and win races. The best drivers in Formula One historically have been amazing qualifiers. Yeah. Schumacher and Senna. And him. And Hamilton. So I mean, but
2: don't trash. Something.
0: I'm not I'm not trying to trash him. I'm just okay. being realistic. No, give him some credit too. But he's a great driver I'm, and he's a consistent driver and honestly I think th- the for Ferrari, which you guys know I'm a big Ferrari fan, they have a great driver lineup, and and actually, I didn't know how it was going to work out, but the dynam- dynamic is working well, especially when you're trying to push a team forward. And Carlos Sainz has been a guy who has been to every team, and every time he's gone on a the team, they have gotten better. Ran, uh, 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 which was Toro, Rosso before Afotori, uh Renault, and McLaren. They've all gotten better as he's been there, and same thing is going for Ferrari. I think he... Has-
2: this is first year for a Ferrari. He'll get better in that car as well. Um, I think he has the pace. He's just off by a tiny, tiny bit on oh, Max, which is when, you know, one of the fastest guys now. When he was with Toro Rosso, he was not. He was lapping. He would constantly be just. I think that's the reason why he's he got out of the Red Bull program because he would not be able to go march to the top kind of stuff. No. Mm-hmm. So they were never they were never going to promote him there. So he was he had to go pretty much find resource somewhere else yeah, because he, he would in, not
0: he went his own way but and then but he handled that so great that's the other of thing course. he's a professional he handled that so great he handled his exit from from the red bull program great which you know he he was able to uh, uh finagle a loan from red bull to Renault. from there uh, you know they do not Rebel didn't have a choice but to drop him. Went to McLaren after that, and now he's a he's a Ferrari driver, man. That's Everybody a guy betting on himself There's nobody that would say no to
1: be a Ferrari driver. No one, me, mm. hater. Lewis Hamilton, 100th win of his career, historic mark. <laughs> yep. Um, most most wins for a driver in F1 history. The superlatives, are, I don't think that there are enough uh, to just kind of encapsulate just how incredible an achievement it is, the longevity that you need to have in the sport, the consistency that you need to have in the sport, just the overall greatness. Uh, he's also the greatest qualifier, right? The greatest qualifier yes. in the sport uh, on the road to potentially winning his eighth championship this year.
0: Title with Michael Schumacher. For seven championships. Right now, yeah. The only person to ever win a hundred races.
1: Greatest driver of all time?
2: To me, yes.
0: Yeah. I mean, listen, what dude has over a hundred pole positions, too. <laughs> so I mean, it's it's just insane. Tires? He has like a little tire factory in his house. He is, is breaking all the records. And You know, and not by a little. It's not like, all right, you know.
2: Not not barely making
0: it. I think Senna has like, what, had 67 polls. I'll look up the, but it's just, I mean, it's just amazing. And, um, And I've always said this, and I said this last year, as he was approaching all these records, and we knew that he would eventually get to these records you're watching history you're watching one of the greatest ever you're watching a michael jordan you're watching a cristiano ronaldo you're watching a messi you're watching
1: a tom brady
0: you know you're watching one of the best to ever do it appreciate it don't hate man because the guy is doing things that you will probably Never see it again, and if you do see it again, it's gonna be a very long time if you, before you see it again. Um, and he's still going strong.
1: Remember, last like year, we said,
0: as much as he had, has had his struggles this year, because this is this is the mark of a champion, guys. As much as many struggles as he had this year, because I think this is the year that we have seen him make a lot of errors, and he's still leading the championship.
1: Remember last year that I said that uh, maybe he was distracted. How'd that work out for me? There you go. Don't count them out, man. Don't say that again If to you
0: come for the champ, you best not
1: miss. Mm-hmm. This guy had a tire on his head two two weeks ago. <laughs> 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 then afterwards, went to the Met I Went gala. to the Met Gala here in New York. Was running down through Battery Park City. Yes. I mean, Keep up, Angela. Yeah. Um, Ruben, I know that's your boy. Do you have anything to add as far as... So
0: check this out. Lewis Hamilton, polls has 101 Poles. The next one is Michael Schumacher, 68. And Ayrton Senna has 65. After that, Sebastian Battle, 57. It's not even close. It's not even close, man. It's just not even close. And
1: this is the hallmark of a champion, right? So the Mercedes team is great in and of itself, but it, do you think it would be as great without Lewis Hamilton? No. He gets involved a lot as far as the... Um, development of the car as far as like, obviously the feel of the car itself. Mm-hmm. I
0: don't know. It, it's just, listen, you need these. And, and as we saw with the Schumacher documentary and we saw with the, with the of documentaries, these guys come into a team and the team rallies around them and they just make the teams better. And they're highly involved. They know everybody on the team. They make sure that everybody's pushing hard. If you don't have that leadership, you go nowhere. And we see that when we see that even with with drivers that are not even up to that caliber, if you bring a positive attitude and yep. you want Carlos to win, it, it changes. And that, and that's exactly what happens. Race wins. Lewis Hamilton has a hundred. Michael Schumacher has ninety one. The next one after that, is Sebastian Vettel with fifty three. Race wins. He's almost double Sebastian Vettel's race win. And 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 Vettel is one of the best of all time. Mm-hmm. So I mean, come on, four time champ.
2: I'm just glad we're witnessing all this stuff.
0: Yeah, I mean that's what I'm saying. Appreciate because what people you, what in the seeing.
2: Schumacher era—that's pretty much what they said. Oh my gosh, Schumacher was the greatest because they witnessed that all of that. We're witnessing this. I mean,
0: who would listen at the time? This Hamilton wasn't even even close to being an F1, and at the time Schumacher has 91 wins, and the only person who ever even came close was Sebastian Vettel, who was winning the championship right right after. Right after that, and he won. he's only won 53.
1: And he's won some since.
0: You get what I'm saying? So 53 to 91, who thought Who thought that that was even going to happen, man? Who thought that any driver would even get to 100 wins? That's insane. And it's the same thing with the qualifying record. I mean, that's insane. It's it's incredible. Go, man.
2: Greatest all time. All these records that were untouchable or unreachable.
0: And if he wins a championship this year, eight championships, bro? Come on, man.
1: That's like Tom Brady. Alone. No, I'm kidding.
0: <laughs> Appreciate it, man. And and he's still on top of his game. It's not like he's declining. It's not he like he's going down. Not, not, no, he's still on top of his game. Any team will take Lewis Hamilton right now. Any team.
2: Hey, Bottas final seat.
1: So, that's Lewis Hamilton. There's three other drivers I want to talk about before we close out this show. Bottas is one of them. Um. Yeah, he took the engine penalty. Yes, he was on historically his best track where he got his first one with Mercedes. Boras was able to make up because of the melee at the end with the rain and etc. He made up nine places to finish fifth. So he was 14th, running 14th in his best track with the, the best, car. best car for that track. See you later. Sayonara. Don't yep. let the door hit you on the way out.
0: Still, he still finished fifth.
1: He still finished fifth, <laughs> but it's the results that matter, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I get you. Speaking of, it's the results that matter, dude. How did we get here? Max Verstappen from seventh to freaking fifth. We talked about it earlier. He passed Sainz and Ricardo right at the, right at the like the most opportune time. Um, seventh to fifth. Seventh to second. Second. Seventh to second, yeah. Five places, my bad. Okay. Alonzo, who was ahead of him, pitted late. Um, Perez, who was ahead of him, had to also pit late. So, obviously, they lost whatever advantage they had. But what a drive. What a, a team call. How do you, like, literally just pulling a rabbit out of your hat to just keep the championship close? We talked about Max Verstappen earlier, his cool, calm, collected demeanor. We talked about how he backed out of that almost accident with Charles Leclerc early in the race I don't see any chinks in this in this guy's armor I don't see any I don't want to say this very carefully I don't see the Red Bull machine screwing this up something else outside of Max and Red Bull has to lose them this championship it has to be literally Mercedes taking it that's the way I see it uh
0: yeah I am still trying to put a finger on how is uh, how is Mercedes so close? Because it's literally
1: Yeah, I mean the no uh, Mercedes, Red Bull, how is Lewis Hamilton so close?
0: Yeah, I uh, mean I think that's
1: maybe it. That it's Lewis Hamilton. Yeah.
0: Yeah, but even like that, it's like we said earlier he's he's made a ton of mistakes and he's still i don't and i don't get it because max has not put a foot wrong and it's you know it's javi it, yeah i mean it's two dnfs even though lewis hamilton has one dnf but that was the same time as max yeah and then um, guess what
1: in baku where hamilton made has, a huge error he with has the, uh, seven mm-hmm. race
0: wins bro <laughs>
1: I don't get it. I don't, you know,
0: but but they're still there. It's still there. Um, yeah. I mean, listen, and this is what we want, but it's just, it's just that we know we've seen it. We see it with our own eyes, and obviously the results don't reflect it. The, the Red Bull has been a better team, and the only thing that honestly. And the only re and and the reason why Red Bull is not winning in the Constructors Championship is it's Sergio Perez, um, but they've also sacrificed Sergio Perez in order to get you know Max's wins or, or maximize Max's
2: yeah results. the second seat is cursed.
0: I don't think it's cursed, man.
2: I think it's just
0: you know um, Red Bull traditionally, obviously when they have when they have a great driver and obviously they've won four championships and they have been with a transcendent transcendent young driver being Sebastian Vettel, now you have Max Verstappen. They focus on that guy and the second driver. They just don't put him as a priority. So right right now I feel that the way that Red Bull is gearing up is that they're just shooting for that driver's championship and if they get the, champ, the constructors championship, great. That's the way it looks like to me. And I think that's what's actually, you know, regardless of all the bad luck, I think that's what's actually kept Max Verstappen
1: right there with Lewis Hamilton. I'm going to challenge that second seed thing. So mm-hmm. as Yancy was saying, they developed the car towards... The number one driver. Their number one driver, right? Ricardo, who had been with the car... Was keeping up. He was doing his thing along with Max, right? You bring in Gasly a year. Actually, not even a year, right? Half, half a year. Albon. A year and a half. Perez. Not even a full season yet. So mm-hmm. how do you expect, and I don't know how hard it is to drive or whatever, but how do you expect anybody to be able to compete with um, literally a young phenom in, in the sport right now? Of um, the car tailored to the way that he could drive. I think that what we're gonna see next year is gonna be an indication when we see George Russell join Mercedes. We're gonna see how quickly he is gonna be able to adapt to that, and maybe it'll be a George Russell thing, or maybe it'll be just the drivability of the Mercedes car itself. Mm-hmm. Granted, we've already seen it in Secure, but it was a different track layout. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know. I think that, like I said, it they're gonna keep Mercedes is gonna keep it close enough. And then what's going to happen is, just like the Yankees back in the day, Mariano Rivera is going to come in and close it out. And Mariano Rivera yeah, is Lewis Hamilton, Hamilton. And he's going to close it out. Going to, We talk about holding the door. He's going to close the door on on the Red Bull Championship hopes if they don't create a big gap between Turkey, U.S., and Mexico.
0: And let me put this out there because we've the said consistency, this, man. we've said this before, and I'll say it again, and we'll say it again. Well, I'll say it again. Lewis Hamilton is a better second half driver than he is a first half of the season driver. Now, he just got his hundredth win. Mm-hmm. The pressure to get a hundred
1: is gone. Gone. The pressure to show up at the Met Gala gone. gone. <laughs> Watch out! Hmm. I think a lot's going to be riding on Turkey. And then the last guy I wanted to talk about. 16 points in the last six races. As many as George Russell. Sergio Perez. What are we doing here? Our... Right now, I think, uh, if I look at the standings, uh, Red Bull is down 33 points to Mercedes. Hamilton... And Max are right there, so you mean to tell me that there's a thirty-one point gap? Well, I mean, yeah, yeah, there is a thirty-one point gap <laughs> <laughs> between Bodas and Perez. Is Valtteri Bodas thirty-one points better than Sergio Perez? I mean, the standings are the standings, so yes. But looking at him, do you think that that's he's just gotten lost? Uh, it's qualifying. Mm. Good drivers
0: in Formula 1 are good qualifiers and they're good on race day. Um, Sergio Perez is good on race day. He's not a good qualifier. Never has been a good qualifier.
2: And add on top of that, the sacrifices that he has taken for Red Bull.
0: Valtteri Bottas, on the other hand, is a good qualifier, but he's not a good race, driver, a race day driver. But he qualifies high up there where he can keep position. It's hard to make a position in Formula 1. So if you qualify low, you're not going to get points. You're not going to get the maximum amount of points. What helps Bottas is that at least, and we've seen it time and time again, he's not far off of Lewis when it comes to qualifying. Sometimes he beats Lewis when it comes to qualifying. So if he's consistently running, fourth, third, second, or first, he's going to get more points. So your Perez tends to qualify fifth or down. You're not going to get enough points. And on top of that, if the team sacrifices him, which they normally do for Max, then you're going to be worse off us. So, it is what it is.
2: Monsa showed that they just sacrifice him because you know, he gave Max... That, was, that was one race, dude. No, but but I think he's the... You know, I think if, if we concentrate on what they've done with him...
0: I mean, yeah. and honestly, we don't really know when he's been sacrificed or anything like that, but... We have done, done before it before, yeah. and and obviously we'll, it,
1: they'll probably do it again. It's the red bull way, guys. Anything else before we wrap this thing up? The championship continues. Yes, yes sir. sir. So I'll read it off again at Jump to Start F1 on Instagram and Twitter. Make sure to follow. Say hello. Uh, we're very active on race days for for the Twitter. Um, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Stitcher are the podcast platforms that we are on. Jump to Start Racing Podcast. If you just type us in, you'll be able to find us. We actually have a website as well, Jump to Start Racing Podcast, or jumptostartracing.com, www. We're also on YouTube. Say hello. Um, hit the bell, the like, the thumbs up, subscribe, etc. Um, that about wraps it up for us. Next race is Turkey. In two weeks.
0: We'll be back next week for the preview.
1: Trivia! All right, everybody. See y'all later. Peace. Peace! Peace!